0: Welcome to Walk It Off. I am your host, Riley Anslinger. Last week, I provided a comprehensive overview of the persuasive inequalities faced by women athletes in the world of sports. The challenges highlighted included sexism, stereotypes, and discrimination that women athletes encounter. I also addressed the issue of objectification and inappropriate comments directed at female athletes on social media. As well, I discussed the lower viewership of women's sports compared to men's, emphasizing the need for equal attention and support for female athletes. In this episode, I will delve deeper into the impact of Title IX and the persistent inequalities faced by women athletes. Centuries of societal norms and stereotypes have perpetuated the idea that sports were primarily the domain of men. Women's participation in sports has often been discouraged or limited throughout history, and women faced numerous barriers to entry and advancement in athletic pursuits. In ancient Greece, where the Olympics originated, women were not allowed to participate or even attend the Games. The Olympics were exclusively for male athletes, and any women caught at the Games could face severe punishment. In the early 20th century, women's participation in sports was limited to activities perceived as more ladylike, such as tennis or golf. Women who engaged in more physically demanding sports, like track and field, were often met with resistance and discrimination. The 1920s and 30s saw some progress with women's participation in swimming, gymnastics, and figure skating becoming more accepted. However, female athletes still faced unequal opportunities lack of recognition, and limited access to resources. The 1960s marked a turning point in the fight for gender equality in sports. The civil rights movement and the broader push for women's rights helped to bring attention to the discrimination female athletes faced. Women began to organize and advocate for change. Title IX is a landmark piece of legislation in the United States that played a pivotal role in addressing gender equality in sports. It is part of the Education Amendments of 1972 and states, No person in the United States shall, on the basis of sex, be excluded from participation in, be denied the benefits of, or be subjected to discrimination under any education program or activity receiving federal financial assistance. Title IX was initially aimed at addressing gender discrimination in education, but it had profound impact on women's sports. Title IX led to a significant increase in female participation in sports at all levels of education. It mandated that educational institutions provide equal opportunities for female athletes, including access to facilities, coaching, scholarships, and resources. This legislation was instrumental in promoting gender equality in sports by leveling the playing field for women. Over the decades, women's sports gained popularity, visibility, and respect. Iconic athletes like Billie Jean King, Jackie Joyner-Kersee, Serena Williams, and many others broke barriers, shattered records, and challenged gender stereotypes. Women's sports have continued to grow, with female athletes achieving remarkable success in various disciplines. While significant progress has been made in addressing gender equality in sports, challenges such as equal pay, media coverage, and representation persist. The historical context of gender inequality in sports underscores the importance of continued advocacy and awareness to ensure that women athletes receive the recognition, support, and opportunities they deserve. Title IX, enacted in 1972, is a federal law in the United States that prohibits discrimination on the basis of sex in any educational program or activity that receives federal financial assistance. The origins... And objectives of Title IX are deeply rooted in the broader civil rights and women's rights movements of the 1960s and early 1970s. Here's a closer look at how Title IX came into existence and its primary objectives. The civil rights movement of the 1950s and 60s plays a pivotal role in challenging and dismantling racial segregation and discrimination. The movement inspired other marginalized groups, including women, to demand equal rights and opportunities. The Women's Liberation Movement of the 1960s and 70s aimed to address various forms of gender discrimination, including disparities in education and employment. Women began to advocate for equal rights, opportunities, and recognition in all facets of life. Prior to Title IX, various legislative efforts and court cases contribute to the legal framework for addressing gender discrimination in education. The 1964 Civil Rights Act included Title VI, which prohibited discrimination on the basis of race, color, or national origin in federally funded programs. This served as a precursor to Title IX. The primary objective of Title IX was to ensure that all individuals, regardless of their sex, had equal access to educational opportunities. It sought to eliminate discrimination and barriers that limited or denied educational benefits to women and girls. While Title IX encompasses all aspects of education, it had profound impact on athletics. One of its significant goals was to promote gender equality in sports and ensure that female students had the same opportunities as their male counterparts. This meant that schools and colleges had to provide equal athletic opportunities, resources, and facilities for women. Title IX aimed to prevent discrimination against women in various forms, including admissions, scholarships, course offerings, and extracurricular activities. It prohibited educational institutions from using discriminatory practices that denied women equal opportunities or resources. Another objective was to expand opportunities for women and girls in sports and other educational fields where they were historically underrepresented. By doing so, Title IX aimed to challenge traditional gender roles and stereotypes. In the context of sports, Title IX sought to level the playing field by requiring schools and colleges to provide equitable opportunities for female athletes. This meant equal access to coaching, equipment, scholarships, and facilities. Title IX has a profound and lasting impact on education and athletics in the United States. It has significantly increased female participation in sports and helped to dismantle institution barriers to gender equality. While there have been ongoing debates and challenges related to Title IX, It remains a landmark piece of legislation that continues to shape educational and athletic opportunities for women and girls across the country. The immediate effects of Title IX on women's sports participation were dramatic and transformative. Title IX led to a substantial increase in the number of female athletes at all levels of education, from elementary schools to colleges and universities. Schools and colleges established new women's sports teams in a variety of sports, providing opportunities for women to compete both at the varsity and club levels. Many educational institutions invested in improved athletic facilities and resources for female athletes, including better training facilities, equipment, and coaching staff. Title IX mandated equal scholarship opportunities for female athletes, making it financially feasible for many women to pursue sports at the collegiate level. The law helped break down stereotypes about women's physical abilities and their role in sports, challenging traditional gender norms. Female athletes began achieving success in international competitions, such as the Olympics, demonstrating the talent and potential of women in sports. Female sports gained greater visibility in media coverage, leading to growing interest and support from fans and sponsors. The immediate effects of Title IX laid the foundation for continued growth and advancement in women's sports, with lasting impacts on female athletes' opportunities and recognition. This portion of our podcast is brought to you by Insert Your Name or Company Here. Crescent.Evansville.edu receives over a 1,000 new visitors a month and during that time receives nearly 6,000 page views. Become part of the student media family and advertise with us on our website, crescent.evansville.edu. Or let us highlight you right here on this podcast and we'll talk about your business, product, and or service. Title IX significantly increased women's participation in sports at high school and college levels. Before its implementation, women's sports were limited, but afterward, participation grew substantially. In high schools, female athletes went from 7% to 41% and in college athletics, participation increased by 456%. This increase in sports involvement had positive effects on employment, education, and access to sports facilities for American women, contributing to broader societal changes and inspiring women globally. Title IX addressed disparities in funding, scholarships, and opportunities. Title IX required educational institutions to provide equal funding for men's and women's sports programs. This meant that schools had to allocate resources fairly, ensuring that both male and female athletes had access to adequate coaching facilities and equipment. Title IX mandated that scholarships be distributed fairly between male and female athletes. Colleges and universities were required to provide female athletes with scholarship opportunities that were proportionate to their participation in sports. The law also mandated that educational institutions offer an equitable number of opportunities for men and women to participate in sports. This meant that schools had to create new women's sports teams or expand existing ones to match the interests and abilities of female students. Title IX prohibited any form of gender-based discrimination in sports. This included discriminatory practices related to recruitment, coaching, and the provision of benefits, such as travel and medical services. Schools receiving federal funding had to demonstrate their compliance with Title IX regulations by regularly reporting data on participation, scholarships, and funding to the Department of Education's Office for Civil Rights. Title IX aimed to level the playing field by ensuring that female athletes receive the same financial support, scholarship opportunities, and chances to compete as their male counterparts. Women athletes often earn significantly less than their male counterparts in various sports. This pay gap is evident in team sports, such as soccer and basketball where female athletes earn substantially lower salaries, bonuses, and sponsorship deals compared to male athletes. Women's sports still receive far less media coverage and attention than men's sports. This lack of visibility can impact sponsorship opportunities, fan engagement, and overall growth of women's sports. Many women's sports programs, especially at the collegiate and youth levels, receive fewer resources and funding compared to men's programs. This can affect the quality of coaching facilities and equipment available to female athletes. Certain sports have fewer opportunities for women at both the amateur and professional levels. Women's sports leagues in some sports may have fewer teams, shorter seasons, or lower quality competitions compared to men's leagues. Female athletes often struggle to secure sponsorships and endorsements similar to their male counterparts. This lack of financial support can hinder their ability to focus on training and competition. Gender stereotypes persist in sports, with traditional ideas of femininity sometimes conflicting with the physical demands of athletic competition. Female athletes may face criticism or discrimination based on their appearance or behavior. Women are underrepresented in coaching, administrative, and leadership roles in sports organizations. This lack of representation can limit this perspective and opportunities available to female athletes. Disparities in facilities and training environments still exist. Women athletes may have access to lower quality or outdated facilities, which can affect their performance and development. Female athletes may encounter disparities in health care, including access to sports medicine specialists and support for issues like female-specific injuries or conditions. These athletes have been at the forefront of fighting for equal pay and addressing gender disparities in sports. Billie Jean King pioneered the fight for equal pay in women's tennis, leading to equal prize money at major tournaments. 1972. I got $10,000 for winning. Our tour was only in its second year then. So women's professional tennis had just gotten started. Venus Williams successfully advocated for equal prize money and highlighted gender pay gaps in tennis. I like that people are starting to recognize that women do deserve, you know, equal pay and they deserve you know, the same that a male gets. Serena Williams spoke out against gender pay inequality, emphasizing the need to fight for equal compensation. There's a huge pay difference um, in terms of male you and know, female athletes in lots of sports still so in tennis a little bit as well. Um, also, um, you know, athletes, it's just, it's just a big difference, you know. But like I said, it's taken one step at a time. Tennis players were really fortunate to have pioneers like Billie Jean King and to really take a stance for women in tennis. And um, I feel like we got really, really fortunate to have that, and so now we're able to benefit and still preach the message and have an easier time. Um, so just hopefully that can work out for other The U.S. women's hockey team threatened to boycott the 2017 world champions, ultimately securing fair wages and equitable support. We're at the point where we need to um, kind of make a move and and stand up for what we believe in and what we think is right and fair in order to to make progress for uh, not only women in hockey and and women in all other sports, but just women in this country and and um, what type of support is fair um, uh, when it comes to their employers. The U.S. Women's National Soccer Team filed a lawsuit against the U.S. Soccer Federation for alleged gender discrimination and compensation, sparking a national conversation. We continue to be told we should be grateful just to have the opportunity to play professional soccer and to get paid for doing it. We've filled stadiums, we've broken viewing records, and yet despite all of this, we're still paid less than our male counterparts. I think we've really become a lightning rod and a voice for so many women Around the country, who deal with gender discrimination. The U.S. men's national soccer team supported the women's team equal pay fight and criticized U.S. soccer for not compensating women fairly. Representatives for the men and women's U.S. national teams signed their historic collective bargaining agreements with U.S. soccer, formally closing a long fight over equal pay, stated the article U.S. men's and women's soccer teams formally signing equal pay agreements, written by Ann M. Peterson. Megan Rapinoe and Margaret Midge Purse met with President Joe Biden to advocate for equal pay, serving as strong voices in the women's soccer equal pay movement. I've helped win four World Cup championships and four Olympic gold medals for the United States. Despite those wins, I'm still paid less than men who do the same job that I do. The strength of unequal pay rests on the notion of unequal value. It is an issue of equity. Invest in women, then let's talk again when you see the return. Allison Felix spoke out against Nike's treatment of pregnant athletes, leading to policy change regarding maternity protections. Around pregnancy in track and field is silence. Get pregnant and you hide it. It can feel so risky when your livelihood depends on it. I'm Allison Felix and I've won nine Olympic track and field medals and that makes me one of the most decorated women in track and field history. I've done a lot of promotion for Nike. They've used me in a lot of their stores and a lot of the campaigns, but I'm also a mother. I don't think I can just sit back quietly anymore. I want protection around maternity. I want that to change. I know that it's been said, but I want to see change. Kara Goucher exposed Nike's lack of support for pregnant athletes and the challenges they face. Ninka Agwameek helped WNBA players connect with the corporate sponsors to address the gender pay gap in women's sports. We're a league of mothers. We're a league of mostly black women. When you speak about pay equity, we just want it to be reflective relatively. And that all influences player experience, health and safety, and salary and compensation. Tatiana McFadden advocated for equal prize money for Paralympic athletes, leading to parity with Olympians. Sedona Prince raised awareness of gender disparities in NCAA basketball, promoting discussions and actions for change. We're hoping that, um, you know, that equality that we were fighting for last year uh, is there from the the beginning as soon as we arrive. Um, So, you know, that... Uh, people are talking about it, just you know, kind of gathering around us. Um, another thing is, you know, the March Madness branding, of course, um, is a big thing that we're getting the same respect and treatment as the men's uh, teams. And so, like, you know, like hopefully that just sticks through. Uh, we don't have to kind of backtrack and make it a big deal again. You know, we just want to have a normal tournament, normal season, uh, respect and just to play our game. These athletes have played pivotal roles in the shedding light on gender inequality issues in sports and pushing for change in policies and practices. Role models are crucial in the fight for equality for several compelling reasons. They inspire and motivate individuals, particularly those confronting discrimination or barriers, by exemplifying that success is attainable through hard work, determination, and resilience – Role models challenge stereotypes and biases, particularly when individuals from marginalized backgrounds excel, thereby dismantling societal stereotypes and barriers. They provide visibility and representation for underrepresented groups, fostering a sense of belonging and empowerment. Role models use their platforms for advocacy and awareness, mobilizing support and advocating for policy changes that promote equality normalizing the concept of equality, setting standards for a more inclusive society. They inspire future generations, perpetuating a cycle of empowerment and advocacy while building communities, fostering connections, knowledge sharing, and collective action. They hold themselves and others accountable for promoting equality, setting a precedent for societal accountability, fostering empathy and understanding, helping individuals gain insight into the challenges faced by marginalized groups. A role model can be anyone, not just famous and successful athletes if they serve as beacons of hope, advocates for change, and catalysts for progress. In this episode, while highlighting the fight for the equality in women's sports, delving into the historical context of gender inequality and the transformative impact of Title IX as I discussed the progress made in addressing disparities, we recognize the ongoing challenges like the gender pay gap and media coverage disparities. Advocating for equal pay and opportunities highlight the importance of role models and pushing for change in the fight for equality. I showcase advocacy efforts and emphasize the need for continued awareness and collective action to achieve gender equality in sports. I encourage you to engage in the conversation and support efforts for gender equality in sports. Thank you for joining us in exploring the impact of Title IX in the ongoing fight for equality in women's sports. Walk It Off is produced by Student Media. Student Media produces the Crescent Magazine as well as a number of podcasts. To learn more, visit crescent.evansville.edu. Tune in for my next episode, Shattering Stereotypes, where I will talk about women in extreme sports.